strange and marvelous gift. She does have a gift. <laughs> Isn't that a weird thing? Welcome to mind body. <laughs> Welcome to mind body stuff. I hit record a moment too soon. Bernice, fun fact about Bernice. She can weigh a suitcase and be within two pounds? One yeah, pound? No, a pound or two. A pound or two. I just pick it up and I say, oh, this is 53. Yeah, and it usually is. About 53, 52, which is a very, it's not a helpful gift. I don't think anyone should. It is. Should. When we travel, it is. It's very helpful. It we is. We show up at the airport <laughs> and we know. We know oh, this our... one's overweight. This is 54. <laughs> Super helpful. <laughs> I can make a business from that. I'll just weigh your bags as you come in <laughs> with my arms. <laughs> oh, man. I feel kind of hyper today. <laughs> you know why she feels hyper? Why? Because I gave you that mocha. All you judges, quiet down right now. Mocha. Yeah, she I had a mocha. She had a mocha, but hard, there was hardly any coffee in it. Like, I, I even had a sip, sip I drink it. coffee. I had a sip. While pregnant. Yeah, and she's but fine. But my kids are fine as well. Her kids You've are seen totally a couple fine. of them. They all seem normal. But the mocha, though, it actually really wasn't much coffee. It was mostly sugar. Wow. I revved me up. Welcome to my and world, And Frankie, baby. too. She's, Look how she's much I still right you know how now. much I have left in this cup? Whoa. Yeah. I drink my whole... And I'm hot. I feel like, I feel like, just like... You know when you have sugar, you guys, and you feel like a flushed feeling is coming into your face? That's what I feel like. <laughs> I drink 16 ounces of sugar mm, just now, I think. Mm-hmm. I feel crazy. She feels good. I feel something. I feel uh, good. Da, na, 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 na. I knew I that I would good. Thanks for listening today. <laughs> Welcome back to uh, Mind Body Stuff. I'm Kaylee. I'm Bernice. <laughs> How's it going? How are ya? How are ya? What did we talk about last week? Oh, storytelling. Oh, that's a big one. I liked that book. I really liked it myself, too. <laughs> I thought, I thought, wow, that was a good one. Yeah, it rocked my world. Rocked my world, <laughs> I love the idea of stories. I do, too. I and love the not idea. Even, they're not an idea. Obviously, a story's a story. But, <laughs> and the strength in a story. Yeah, there's a lot of strength you know, so in So if you story. haven't listened to it. You, go back you and better listen. go listen to it. You skipped a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. You may not think, like, even if I saw that, I'm like, storytelling? I don't eh. know. But, you know, really, storytelling in the context of who we are, how we can rewrite, rewrite, <laughs> rewrite them for ourselves. Uh-oh. How we can rewrite them for ourselves, you know. Yeah. Change the true trajectory of our lives. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I promise we'll get it together in a second. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we can do this. It's too much sugar today is what's happening. Oh my and gosh, I feel apologize. crazy. Wow. But we have a really big topic today. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We do. Okay, today's topic is going to be on boundaries. <laughs> okay, I can do this. <laughs> wow, okay. Today's topic is going to be on boundaries. Boundaries. And how do we, how do we... How does that make sense in the context of our quarter four release of Let Love In? So, Let Love In. 
in my mind, this, so we're, we're anyone who's going to go to our workshop, I don't want to ruin this for you, but one thing that we've been thinking a lot about with um, Let Love In is letting love into our lives, so accepting love, also giving love out, and then feeling the love that we have for ourselves. So kind of looking at these different relationships, these three different ways, in, out, and then with with yourself. Within and so, ourselves, yeah. yeah, within ourselves. Um, so for some of us, it's much easier to just like give love, give love, give love. And that's uh, a lot of people find their worth and their value in giving love. Yeah, we were just thinking, I was thinking of a few people the other day who are very good at giving love. Yes. Um, but feel kind of empty when they can't give When they it, can't give love. And they have a very hard time accepting love. Right. Mm-hmm. Or people who... I uh, also, the people I was thinking of, um, they feel love for themselves, too. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like, they, so they have that love, and they can give love, but they have a hard time accepting love. Accepting from love. Others. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I think it's a really interesting question to start to ask ourselves, okay, where, like, where do I feel strongest in those, in those relationships? Like giving love, receiving love, um, self-love. And then the question that I think, um, at least for me is, well, how do I still be a loving person? How am I still, how am I still giving and receiving love, but also having boundaries? Mm, good question. It's like she's never heard this concept for this podcast before. <laughs> but that Thank is you for that, your reaction. Yes. Well, I'm just being, I'm mimicking the, the listeners right now. Oh, yes. Like, I'm like, wow. Isn't that an interesting question, though? Because sometimes also I feel uh, uh, in the context of maybe being like, maybe being a female as part of it or being part of a community that there is a lot of um a lot of talk about love which is something that's very important to the ULA community mm -hmm. um but there also is a place for boundaries and I think that's a really important thing to remember because ultimately when we create healthy boundaries I think that that can be a form of love yes because then we have the energy to then give and receive love and there's not any sort of confusion about relationship I think right you know where suddenly yeah. it's like well I didn't know you expected that or yes I didn't know that bothered you or you right. know all those things that come in with with boundary problems yeah exactly and you know sometimes I think it can be difficult too because I'm the type of person who I I don't like establishing boundaries. Mm -mm. Like I, I, it's very hard for me to establish boundaries in the beginning. In the, <laughs> <laughs> in the beginning. In the, in the beginning. beginning, I really like to approach almost all of my relationships with very, uh, just kind of boundless, uh, energetic interaction. Mm -hmm. So I try not to put any kind of, um, confinement mm -hmm. on the relationship and just kind of let it develop and grow and, uh, just manifest as it, as it would. But, but because I don't really put any boundaries on it, then what I've noticed in a lot of my relationships is then we hit a point of like confusion or disappointment or, um, I don't know, like maybe even resentment when 
I start to feel like, okay, whoa, it's time for me to put some boundaries on this relationship. And then, so obviously it's something that has made me feel like I need to put boundaries. And then when that person feels the boundary come up, Mm -hmm. it's hard to understand, okay, so now where does love still fit into this relationship? Yes. It's really difficult for me. Mm -hmm. It's something that I'm thinking about. Yeah. And then, and depending on the other person's issues with love, they might suddenly feel that boundary and then they're... Either they might just leave right. or they might just stay and not do anything about it. Right. Um, they might try to give you more love, maybe. I'm not sure. You know? Right. But yeah. it gets into that sort of confusing realm of um, then because you're in, in relationship with someone else. So yeah. then you're bouncing that boundary that came up. And the other person's like, how do they react to boundary? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. What would you say your initial style is when meeting someone, or do you think it's it's person by person? Uh, I think I have boundaries in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm friendly. I think I'm pretty friendly. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. not overtly oh, too friendly, but I think I'm friendly, And um, but mm-hmm. I'm always cautious in you, the beginning. Yeah. But doesn't this kind of sound like uh, that podcast we did about trust? And uh, So now my my – because oh. usually in the beginning, I just like – totally have trust for people yes and then and then you lose it and then you lose it and because then almost, you get to know the person well not to say it's not I yeah mean, everyone. i mean yeah i don't know if it's know just everyone. getting to know them but isn't that interesting that you kind of don't trust people totally off uh the bat and mm-hmm. so you you go into relationships with more boundaries set i wonder if boundaries are directly related to, to trust, trust issues yeah And I'm going to take that one step further because I feel like a lot of the reasons that we either, um, that we kind of um, uh, hold back love or don't receive love or don't give it out is because of trust. Yes. Would you agree with that statement? Yes. Yeah. Say that again one more time. (laughs) I know when she doesn't because she's like, yes, yes. Her eyes are like darting around the room. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So. If boundaries directly relate to trust, so like if you don't necessarily trust people right off the bat, then you have a boundary up. Yeah. I trust people, I trust every single person that I meet, and then as soon as they lose my trust, then a boundary goes up. Yeah. So, but don't you think that 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 relates to love? Because let's just take a person who's like, I love being myself. I love being by myself. I am totally happy being isolated. It's like, well, are you or are you... Are you just not trusting love? Right. Then that's that's a very important question to ask. Yourself. So it's like if you have a boundary up around yourself and you're like, no, no, I'm happy. I'm happy in my little bubble here. I'm yes. happy like being isolated. This is my this is this is where I'm most comfortable. Is it actually not not the most comfortable place, but it's the safest place for you because you're protected. You're protected because love may feel unsafe. Yep. Mm-hmm. I agree. So maybe boundaries and trust and love, they all kind of have something to and do with one another. And they all sound they're like they're interwoven. That's what it, that, that's my, <laughs> that's, Fascinating. That's supposed to be my, my, my takeaway point from this. Don't you think they're all related? I think they're all totally related. And maybe yeah. some people have boundaries just because they're professional or, you know, like. Yeah. Which I think there's definitely a place for that. And that's. Or maybe uh, they've learned boundaries. Yeah, they've learned because boundaries. Because they've been burned a few maybe times. Maybe it has nothing to do with love. I don't know. But I think for me, because most everything that I do is operated um, from a personal standpoint, that I probably could work on that a little bit is having boundaries up um, more quickly in the beginning without it, without it needing to be personal. 
Yeah, and without it disturbing the uh, natural course of a relationship, yeah, the beginning sure, of a relationship. Because exactly. maybe you think in the maybe you learn somewhere that in the beginning, if you're if you're if you have boundaries or 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 if you're not totally open, then you're not going to have anybody. Then they won't like they yeah. won't like you, or, or they like, won't Why have you? a yeah. relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe you learn that at some point, sure. And, uh, which makes sense, you know, something happened and you're like, I just have to be really open and then, or, or I just like being that way or you like being that way. Right. But, but then you get into trouble down the line. I do. Because it's like, you, it's like you opened your garage door yeah. and it was winter. <laughs> oh, then what happens? Winter. <laughs> I'm having a trouble with the winter transition. She's like, and, and then, then, and then the snow came in and it got cold and, but it looked pretty outside. So you're like, just open the garage door all the way open. But it all came in and then you're like, oh no. This is cold. This is super cold. Like I didn't even know it was going to be this, like this. Right. So you're like, let's close the garage door. But mm-hmm. winter's like, hey, you put the door open. You said I could come in. Frosty has his feelings hurt. <laughs> Frosty's like, what's up? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think like everything we've been talking about in all these podcasts, I think it always gets down to balance. Mm-hmm. There has to be some type of balance. Yeah. yeah. Um, because no, you're I, just like, you know. I agree. Teeter-totter. But of course, the beauty of life is we get to learn all these things and kind of... Um, and correct them. Like, or or maybe yeah. in this relationship, I want to be totally open. And I'm open to risk there. Right. But you, at least you know you're doing it. Right. You know, you're not like, well, this something could, it could feel bad in a year. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'm open to that right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, totally. And I, um, I do think every, I, I do think everything comes down to boundaries. I agree with that. I also just feel like, um, I don't know, I think part of my. Um, part of my thing is that I don't like things to just be like on the surface. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I'm like, well, when we have boundaries in place, I can't tell you what I really feel and think. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then I'm like, how are we supposed to have a deep and, and lasting connection if we're just, if we are guarded? So for me as somebody who's like, well, how are we going to get there with boundaries up? Because if there is where I want to get in this relationship, how am I supposed to get there with boundaries? But maybe you just have little boundaries. Yeah. And that's like a teeny fence or something. Yeah. Like it's like, you know, those little houses, a little white picket fence around. It's like you could climb over it. Right. Where I'm always like, what's the purpose of that fence? But you know, there, it is a little teeny fence. So you got to kind of think about it. Yeah. You could get in. I have to decide whether I want to climb, step over it or not. You know what I mean? Or if I want to go find the gate. Yeah. It's not like a giant fence where you're like, oh, I guess I can't go in there at all or I have to ask them before I go in totally so um yeah I like the idea of it being like a little like a mini fence like a mini right. fence a picket fence right. small picket fence yeah yeah totally and you're just like oh maybe I could you know come in here mm-hmm. that makes sense or maybe I maybe I don't want to but I can think about it mm-hmm. you know a teeny bit of guard right but not too much of a guard Balance. Yeah, balance. I think it's important with balance. And and it, it, it man boundaries manifest in all different aspects of our lives, I think, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of how we are as friends, mm-hmm. how we are with our partners in relationship, mm-hmm. um, in our intimate relationships, how we are at work. Mm-hmm. Um, Would you say you at this point in your life have boundaries with Mike? No. 
I don't have many boundaries with Mike anymore. Right. Yeah. I tried, but then I'm trying to bust <laughs> he them broke all. him down. Yeah, he broke him down or, you know. Yeah. Or you can pretend to have him. But after knowing someone that long, yeah. it's kind of like, oh, there's the there's that thing again. And I'm yeah. like, what thing? Right. Oh, that thing, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you get to know that person so well, I think. I don't know. I don't know what you guys think in terms of long-term relationship. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's probably the case for every relationship. Mm. Yeah, I think probably some people not. always have boundaries. Yeah. But I do wonder how much, but, you know, going back to this balance concept, like, and then tying it into let love in, which is our theme for quarter four, like, um, I just, I keep going back to some of that, that trust piece, like, Mm -hmm. you know, um, these boundaries, like, I do think in an intimate relationship, so like, let's not talk professional relationship, because obviously I understand that, but in an intimate relationship, like, what would you say the value of boundaries are? In a long-term intimate relationship? Yeah. Or a short-term one? Long-term. <laughs> or one of my short-term ones. Yeah, right. Should I talk about one of those? <laughs> no, um, I just, I find it interesting. Because, like, with Rob, I I feel, um, I feel distant from him if I have a boundary up. Yeah, I think it doesn't but work But I wonder if that's term. just a personality thing, you know? Mm. Like, I don't know. What would Rob say? Um, about boundaries? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think he has any many boundaries either. Mm-mm. I think he has boundaries when you first meet him. Well, yeah. No, I mean, I thought we were talking about long-term intimate relationships. Yeah, but I was just thinking of him as a, as a human. Oh, yeah. He has way more boundaries than I do. Yeah. Initially. But I think I don't think he has boundaries anymore with you. No, God, no. No. No, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow, this one's going really well. <laughs> um... I don't know. You guys can. You guys should think about this. I'm thinking in, but you know, I have worked with couples in long-term relationships who do have very rigid boundaries around certain things. Does it still work in their marriage, or are, are they in therapy because of these boundaries? They're in therapy because of these boundaries. Okay, so and they, they all they can't talk about them. Oh, they can't. Ooh, very difficult. Like for them. what? Can we hear one? Well, a lot of times, <laughs> not a lot of times. Sometimes it's about sexuality, yeah. or you know, in, in terms of uh, the frequency of sex. Oh, maybe okay. the type of sex that they're interested okay. in having. And um, those are like hard boundaries for one of the people who's exactly. like, no, exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. And that, that really makes and sense. that becomes difficult, and it becomes not hard for them to talk about. Yes, um, without help. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that gets back to our sexuality b- podcast in an interesting way. But, you know, in terms of long-term relationship, you think that sexuality would be sort of processed out or, you know. But, yeah. But sometimes in long-term relationship, it gets almost more complicated. More. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. So so there's a lot of boundaries around that, I've noticed, in terms of couples counseling. But can you get – can they get to a place of, like – uh? Like, can the issue go away with just kind of establishing and understanding each other's boundaries? Mm-hmm. I think they can accept each other's boundaries. Right. Yes. And maybe if then they can decide they're willing to accept them. Oh, sure. You know, as me as an individual, yeah. can I accept this boundary with you about what you have about this part of sex but or then whatever? It might just then then they might have to just say, you know what, this has nothing to do with love. This isn't about love. Yes. These are just personal things that are important to me. It doesn't change the way that I feel about you. Yeah. And I think maybe that's like. And so both couple, both, both partners have to determine if that's acceptable. If that's acceptable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. And that's the, that would be the purpose of therapy really at that point is just 
yeah. you know, can we open the dialogue and then see if, if we're, if we're accepting of each other's boundaries right. in this area. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and what a, what an interesting thing to do, even just like, you know, thinking about that in terms of any type of relationship, like are your boundaries, your hard boundaries and my hard boundaries, are they like, do they match? Do they match? Or if they don't match, can we still function with right. them? Because I have a hard time feeling really connected to people who have, um, hard boundaries. I kind of have hard boundaries. I guess my boundaries aren't that hard. Your boundaries aren't that hard. No, like not you, that hard. you know, talking, you can just kind of feel someone when you're trying to engage and you bump up against their boundaries. Oh yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And for me, that's really hard to, to figure out how to then, uh, continue the relationship or advance the relationship when mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, I, that I just kind of like bumped up against it. Yeah. And we don't go there. Yeah, I just, yeah. I find it, I find it like, I don't know, I find it tricky. And again, that goes back to another piece, communication. Yeah. That's another big piece in relationship mm -hmm. and boundaries and trust and love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Think? Yeah, and like one thing that I'm dealing with, like, personally is I, I have a family member who we're not, we're, we're, we kind of have an issue right now. And one of the, like a really hurtful thing that this person said to me once was when our relationship was uh, struggling, like it is right now for similar reasons, but they used um, ULA against me. And they oh. said, um, well, in ULA, you always talk about like, you know, being open and loving and all of this stuff, but like, you can't figure out how to do it with your family. And it really like, it's, it was like really painful to hear that because then of course I'm like, oh my gosh, like, am I a phony? Am I just saying this stuff, but I don't know how to actually live it. But I think what I was doing or, or, or I'm trying to do is put up a boundary. Mm -hmm. And so then when this person is bumping against the boundary, they are feel they're feeling like there's a lack of love. Yes. Does yep. that make sense? Mm -hmm. And so that's why I keep coming back to this whole like, let love in in a boundary like how do we still consider ourselves loving good people who are open and who are you know capable of love giving and receiving but also just sometimes we have these people in our lives that we need to put up a boundary with yeah and i think part of that is communication about owning, like letting the person know, yep, mm -hmm. there's a boundary here now, uh -huh. and I'm going to tell you why yeah. for me. You don't yeah. have to agree with it. And I think that's hard for me because I have a hard time setting up boundaries, and so then it's hard for oh, me to talk about point. them because yes. I don't necessarily like doing relationship it. with boundaries. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That's Because interesting. I just want it to feel really open and loving. Right. So the relationship doesn't really feel good. It doesn't feel good because if I'm like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to talk to you with a boundary there because how much can I be honest about? How much can I, you know, right. how much can we trust each other through this boundary? Because sometimes boundaries, again, I'm going back to what I talked about just a few minutes ago, like, I think that there is also an element of trust in there. So if I if I put up a boundary, it's usually because there's a, a trust thing happening. So then, you know, I don't know. It kind of throws it throws me a little bit when mm -hmm. I have to put up a boundary, and then figuring out how to maintain a relationship with a boundary in it, and how it's do you and how me. you communicate that too. Totally, and especially because well, in your case, because there hasn't been a boundary. Mm -hmm. So then the people are like, well, why is there a why boundary? Why is there a boundary? So then they get mad too. They get mad totally. or hurt. We, that depends totally. on the personality. Some people mm -hmm. will get hurt. Some people will get mad. And um, and so it's hard for them to understand wh why is there a boundary now? Totally. Yeah. Which which I would say then is is 
would be the time to say, here's the, I'm doing it now because of this. Right. And this is where I'm at. Yeah. And it's neither right nor wrong. It's just about me. This yeah. is how I well, that's feel. That's a good point. You know what I yeah. mean? Because people always attack so much right or wrong stuff. Like, well, that's wrong that you feel that way. Or, and it's, and it's like, well, it may not make sense to you. Well, I think it's, yeah. And maybe not right or wrong. I'm just trying to think about my personal mm-hmm. situation, not right or wrong, but like you completely misunderstand how I feel or how I see the situation. Right. You know, so and it's you can say, like, I feel yeah. that you misunderstand. I, totally. I just, when, I, when I communicate with you, it feels like yeah. uh, you're you're not understanding what I'm where I'm coming right. from. Yeah, no, totally. It's just interesting stuff. So what about you? What what about what about this did you want to talk about for this podcast? Oh, I was thinking um, in terms of uh, I was because I just seen this quote, like one is enough enough. Mm. You know, and mm-hmm. I was thinking about one is enough enough because in, in our society, we're always taught, you know, give it your all. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, know? sure. And sometimes enough is enough. Mm-hmm. Like just doing enough is enough. Yeah. You know, and people, we were just thinking about that the other day with work and people were, you know, contacting and wanting to talk and about various things. And I asked Kaylee, I'm like, well, could I just like email or something mm-hmm. like that instead, instead of call them back? Instead of calling back. But to me, calling, well, I should respond with my all. Right. Um, but Kaylee was so good in saying, well, no, you're, you know, we're leaving for Tulum tomorrow and we have all this stuff going on. Yeah. And of course, it's okay to say enough to just doing enough is enough. Right. So sending an email and kind of asking about, you know, fill me in on wherever, yeah, wherever just, people just are at. Yeah, just email me. I, I don't, I, yeah. Yeah, and, and honestly, and I think that's um, what you bring up is such a good point because it's hard sometimes to have a business or, in your case, um, be a very big part of a business who really identifies with being um, connected and loving and open and communicative mm-hmm. and supportive. We're and so, modeling that. So, yeah, so for me, it is I've, – I've many, many, many times gotten myself in a situation of – over um, committing or getting myself in situations that feel uncomfortable because I have tried to say, well, ULA stands for this. So I have to, of course I have to call you back because you asked me to call you back. But setting up that boundary of saying, no, I have, this is my boundary and I love and I care about you as a person, but I also need to take care of myself. I need to take care of my family. This is my last day with my family. I don't want to be on the phone for work at seven o'clock at night. I'm sorry. I don't. Yeah. And I think that is part of this, like, this is giving love back to yourself. And it's not saying like, I don't love you and I'm not open to this relationship, but I have to give myself what I need in this situation. Mm -hmm. And that, I I think it's really hard. Those types of situations are hard for me because then also my brain goes, well, what are they going to think about me? Are they going to think that I don't care? Are they going to, you know, like what, what are they going to, are they, are they going to like, or does um, it reflect on the business? Is it going to hurt their feelings? Or does it, is it reflect on the business? Philosophy of the business? Exactly. Um, but I think that, um, I think it's healthy to be able to say no, like in order to be my best person for all of the people that I need to be a person to, including myself, I have to figure out when to say basically enough is enough. Enough is enough. And one is, you can email me your concerns and I will email you back. And I will for sure. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. No, I... And I think, yeah, it, and it's it is hard because trying to maintain the feel of a personal, small, inclusive, like connected community, but also creating boundaries. 
Yes, creating boundaries. You know, like I, I don't know. Those those are hard things to those are hard things to to I don't know to bring together for me. Oh yeah, and I think yeah, it is. It's it's and it and and to but I think we're always modeling. We're always modeling, whether it's for our children or with our friends or at work. You know, right. everybody is. You know, in terms of you know how we should be in the world, mm-hmm. and we talk about you know. Um, taking care of ourselves Mm -hmm. so we have to model that and boundaries are part of that Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people have um um a lot of people feel like I have to I have to do everything that anyone would want um because I I want I, I want them to like me and I want them to feel loved by me and I think maybe especially as women we feel this like nurturing this caretaking thing that we have to be mm-hmm. in order to be loving people in order to be lovable lovable and loving yep. the receiving and giving sides of of love but I don't think that that's always the healthiest the healthiest approach. No, and again, we talk, it, you're emptying your bucket. You're emptying your and bucket. And then where are you filling your bucket up again? Totally. And I think almost getting back to boundaries again for you, I think sometimes is you open up mm-hmm. and then your bucket gets dumped. Totally. <laughs> and you're totally. all like, yo, somebody dumped my bucket. I know. And then I get <laughs> super like upset because I can go for a while. Because <laughs> yeah. my role in most of my relationships, like friendships, not with you, but with a lot of other like female relationships is I am usually a caretaker mm-hmm. in relationships. You know, I have a lot of friendships where I'm like, sure, you can, you can come over to my house for dinner. Like all the, I'll cook for you. I'll do everything for you. I'll open up my work to you, my life to you, everything that I possibly can. And then I get to a point where I'm like, uh oh, uh oh, I have given and given and given and given. And now I feel empty empty you know and so it's 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 healthier for me and it's healthier for my relationships to figure out when I can put those boundaries up so that I maintain a, a, an equilibrium that feels good for both the receiver and the giver on both sides I mean you know that's and, a very good point and, and even- I need to understand that if I create a boundary it's not because I'm not loving or that I don't love them or that I'm you know not acting in a in a kind way it's just I need to put up a boundary mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and now having like a third kid on the way I can't take care of all my friends anymore no, I that's take care of my family. I love that Kaylee's having so many children because I've been doing it for quite a long time now. And um, and it's just great to have another person that understands. And, and uh, not not that when you you know some people have big careers and don't have children, but or whatever. But it's just great to have Kaylee on board because it's hard to talk to people who aren't dumping a lot of stuff out into their little family, mm-hmm. you know. And then they're like, "Well, why didn't you come for?" You know, I had a sausage fry the other night. A sausage fry. <laughs> How did your brain even think of this stuff? A sausage I had a fry. sausage fry and you didn't come. Who fries the sausage? Or we had book club. I had book club. I used to be so involved in the book club. I love book club and I have great, they're great book club members. But you guys, I'm so tired. Like, right. I love my work. I love what I do at ULA. I love my family. Yeah. Um, I love all the things I do. And I literally feel like sometimes at the end of the day, I just... I really have no energy. Totally. Or I just want to lay in front of the TV and play totally. my word game. You love that word game. I play, play, play my word game. Yeah. yeah. And that's me filling up my bucket. 
Totally. But if people haven't experienced that, or, or or maybe their bucket, maybe they just got a lot of water. I don't know. Sure. In their bucket, but yeah. But I do think um, I I do think that figuring out that um, maybe the balance of that giving receiving and the self mm-hmm. love the triad. So yeah, the triad. So I think that there we should try to seek balance and equilibrium within that triangle as Mm -hmm. well because I don't think it's healthy to only feel like you're a worthy human being if you're giving out love constantly and I don't think that you know you have to do you agree yeah I do just okay you have a look on your face I'm like (laughs) I don't think any of those if they're too strong on one side I don't I don't think that that is the healthiest approach to love ever because there you see those people who are like I I will give love and give love and give love and give love and that is what makes me lovable. Right. Or the takers. Or the takers. I will take love and take love and take love because I don't believe in my self-love enough that I have to hear it and receive it from everybody else to know that I am lovable. Right. I also think it's really interesting um, when there are people who feel like this little island, like I only, I only need to love myself. Yes. I don't need to love anyone I don't need anybody else's love either that those are those are dangerous but as long as I love myself I am my life I'm, I am an island and I am myself. safe here yes you know so I think any amount of when it's too strong in any of those three three ways that uh it just means we we, we could probably work on that a little yeah bit. and it probably feels out of balance it gets out of balance you know depending on where we are in our lives too sometimes whether yeah. we're busy in a, in a busy career, even, even when we're busy in retirement, you know well, what I, I mean? I think especially when we children, have small kids. With small children. I mean, there's giving all and giving these and things giving. where you suddenly can get out of balance and you're mm-hmm. like, uh-oh, I feel like I'm out of balance somehow right. here in this triad right. of giving, receiving, or self-love, uh-huh. this holding of the self-love. Yeah. Um, and I think even in terms of imagining them as all buckets, you know, and they all have to tip a little, you always have to Mm -hmm. give a little, you tip a little bit out and they straighten back up. And you know, if you're a giver, because some people are just great givers, just make sure you're open to receiving too, or that you have friends that are willing to offer you receiving gifts. You know what I mean? Exactly. And like just one example, um, you know, we travel a lot for Ula and I, I, I have no problem like taking charge. I book all the hotels. I book the car. I drive the car. I pick where we're going to eat. I do. I usually do it all. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. I'm used to that role and it feels familiar, but it actually was really nice to travel with Julie to California because she's the same way as me. And so there were some things that she just totally took control of. And I was like, Oh, I don't even have to think about wow, that. that's nice. Somebody else is doing this for me. Right. Like, or somebody else has a plan. Instead of being like, what do you guys want to do? I, I don't, don't know. know. Then I'm like, oh. Or I don't care. But it's like, but still if you say, I don't care, I still have to figure it out. I don't care either. Right. <laughs> and you're still giving energy into care. You know, you're still, know, someone like, has to make a decision. Somebody figure it out for me. Right. Um, and I know that I'm, again, in my third trimester, and I'm tired, and it's my third kid, and we're working a lot, like, lots and lots is lots going and lots on. lots happening. But I'm like, I'm so tired, and I'm tired of taking care of everyone. Right. And then you go <laughs> home from work, and then there's two little kids kind of hanging <laughs> on you, and you're like... So I know it's like the phase that I'm in right now, but I'm like, but it, it's, it's really teaching me. It's, it's having me look at a lot of my relationships and figure out and why some of them are exhausting. Yes. That's a very good point. And again, getting back to relationships, 
you know, in terms of that we've talked about before in terms of that, that we have the ability to pick relationships that work for us, you know, and work with relationships that aren't working. And, mm-hmm. and again, we have the choice. We can look at those relationships. We can talk with those people, right? have open dialogue and figure out, is this working? Right. Am I just giving? Are they just receiving? Right. Am I just receiving? Are they just giving? Well, and am I, am I finding my, my love? Like, am I valuable only because I'm giving of love? You know? Right. So sometimes I'm like, well, oh, good am I a good person? Are you still going to like me if I don't give you everything? If I don't make that dinner for if you? If I don't make that dinner for you? Or if I have to change those plans because I'm so tired? Yeah. Yeah, Am exactly. I still going to be lovable? Am I still, am I a good girl? Am I a good girl? Am I a good girl? <laughs> if I don't want to... If I don't want to do that, if I need help, if I, you know, if I, if I want to be on the receiving end of some of this, you know, and so those are things that I know that I've in myself need to work on. Yeah. And it's the same for the opposing person too, the receiving person. Yeah. That if, if people aren't telling me all the time. How lovable that how, you are. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Or and loving on you. Or loving on me and, and filling my bucket that way. Yes. That if I don't have that in my life, am I still lovable? Right. Good. Yes. And and then it's like, okay, well, how much of that um, self-love needs to be built up then? Yes, that we got to kind of build that that fire Yeah, that resilience, the fire, the deep belief that I am lovable. Mm -hmm. I am am loving. I am lovable. Mm -hmm. So we as humans, of course, need one another and crave the connection, but we, so, so I don't think it's, uh, I don't think we could ever get to a point or do I think it's healthy to get to a point where we only need this self-love and then, uh, whatever. I do think that creates an, I am an island situation, but we can't rely on our lovableness based on our interactions with other people. No, that, cause that makes us feel very unsteady and very unsafe. Uh-huh. Because we're then very dependent then so dependent on those relationships. Absolutely. And then you, you get in a precarious situation because yes. maybe someone decides they don't like you anymore because that life happens, you know, who knows. And then you're like, uh-oh, uh-oh. who so am I'm I? I'm not lovable I'm, because that person doesn't love me anymore. Now I'm not lovable. Right. Then becomes that whole cascade of thought into I am unlovable. And then, exactly. Yeah. And that's. Yeah. And then your worth, your worthiness is just down the tube. Like mm-hmm. everything just kind of goes. Right. Yeah. It's really interesting. And, and I think that's why I have those boundaries sometimes. Because I think I. Oh, because you're like, you won't hurt me. Right. You won't make me question my. Like Lovable, my lovableness, because my lovableness. those are my glasses, yeah. right? So I'm always very hyper aware that yes. I am unlovable, right? Um, even though logically I know I'm lovable, as quite we talked lovable. about before. But <laughs> thank you, you're quite lovable. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think I've learned over time just to be cautious because I know that's a very sensitive area for me. Mm-hmm. It's kind of my root, mm-hmm. my root. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean there? Yeah. No, I think you're. So think then that's... it's like if I let someone in. Then, and then even then, I always think, well, maybe they'll end up not liking me. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. So then that's yeah, happened and it in may my happen. life many times. Yeah. And I've also had many people come into my life and stay there. Right. So, but I'm kind of open to either way. Right. I'm not. Um, You're not basing your entire self-worth on how other people feel about you. Right. And I did that in my youth for a long time. Did you? Yeah. Because I was like, you know, how I looked and how entertaining I was and all that stuff. And yeah. And ultimately that feels kind of like at the end of the day, you still feel kind of empty. 
Mm-hmm. Like your bucket's kind of empty. Or do you just feel like you constantly crave it because that's how your bucket fills. Right. Or you constantly crave it and it's tiring. And it's tiring. It's tiring because you're constantly like looking around like. Who's going to give me attention now? How about you? How about you? How about yeah. you? I'm going to entertain you so that you love me. Right. And then you're like, oh, I'm tired now. I'm yeah, not sure. anymore. Sure. Interesting. Um, so yeah. I think it is that balance. I love the triad idea. Uh-huh. Me too. Of it's really interesting. giving, and self-love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it feels kind of like the the triad to a stool, like the legs of a stool, yeah. like a sturdy little stool. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I don't the... I don't think it's realistic to um to think, you know, like I don't need anybody. You know, because I, I, I don't I don't basically understanding that giving and receiving love is probably one of the greatest things about life, mm-hmm. you know, but also having that self love there that our relationships as they ebb and flow and come and go, they don't rock us completely to the core off of our foundation. They don't knock, us, knock our stool over. Yeah. Knock our stool over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They don't, yeah. They don't want it. Cause if we got to sit on that, you thing. got all the three legs and they're kind of balancing there. But what if one leg gets kind of short and then totally. you're like, Oh, I sat on it and I yeah. fell down. Now I'm going to fall. Yeah. Now, now I'm going to fall. fall. Yeah. Totally. And it kind of feels that way when we're kind of out of alignment, I think mm-hmm. where we go sit on the stool and then we're like, Ooh, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, what's it's, happening? It's also interesting to think, to like look at where we give, where we receive. Like I feel like with my, with my friends, I give a lot of yeah. love. But at home, oh, but like, Rob, oh, my husband is such a giver of mm. love. Like at home, he is the thing that fills me up. Like mm. he loves on me so much. Mike, are you listening now? <laughs> but it's like it's interesting to then be like, oh, well, you know, I wonder. Just questioning. Okay, I wonder oh, how balanced all of this is, you know. And then just me as a partner, I'm so used to like getting all. Would you like tea? Can I rub your back? Like all that stuff. But I don't always offer it back to him because I feel like I'm giving a lot throughout the day, and then I come home, and then I like get filled back up. Right. But then I wonder how fair that is to him. Like, I wonder I, how he feels though if he likes to give at home because maybe he receives during the day. I think he loves to give love. He loves to give, but he receives a lot of love too. He does, yeah. He's a very lovable guy. Because everyone's like, "Oh, Rob, he's so sweet. He's so nice." Yeah, but it's um, but I also think he has a really strong self love foundation too. He does. Yeah, he's very, very steady in who he is. Yes, like I always think, like you know. For those of you who don't believe in reincarnation, I don't know if I do. But if 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 that is a thing, I'm like, oh, you have been around the block. Like, yeah. you do not get rocked by very much. Right. You are very, very steady. Right. <laughs> Which I think is. Yeah, he is. He's very. He is steady. And he does have a very, sense of steadiness. It's to him. very hard to get him riled up. Yeah. And he, uh, it's very hard to hurt his feelings. It's very hard. Like he just, he's very grounded in his sense of self. Yes. And I think, uh, I think I would be an entirely different person if I, if I were married to somebody who who wasn't that way. No, he's the perfect. I mean, it's a really good match for you. Well, because I'm very volatile. Very volatile. And he's always like, calm down. Yeah. Calm down. Think right. about this first. Slow down. Slow down, lady. Slow down. Maybe you're not going to do anything with that right now. I know. He's like, no, no. <laughs> Don't be so reactive. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, good point. You're like, okay, I guess I'm I won't. I'm passionate. And he's like, no, you're crazy. <laughs> 
but I think these are just really cool. Like it's it's fun to explore. I'm I'm excited to explore some of this like in in much more depth and detail in our workshops. Uh, starting in just a couple days. Yeah, in Tulum, Mexico. Uh -huh. It's actually really doing this, uh, planning this Let Love In workshop has really been interesting for me to um, evaluate my relationship with love, which types I think are safe, the input, output, all of that. It's really interesting. Mm -hmm. Even our relationships, kind of uh -huh. figuring, like, where are we in our relationships in terms of this yeah. concept of love. and Yeah. Um, you know, I came to a really interesting conclusion, and I asked Bernice this. I said, is this weird? But I said, and maybe this is a protection thing. I don't know what this is. Maybe this is a phase of my life. Not sure. But I said, the only people that I really, really, really care if they love me are my mom, my husband, and my kids. Mm-hmm. That I, if, if anybody else stops loving me for any reason, I'll be okay. But it's those people that I just, I, I think that would, I think that would kill me That's if my big... kids or my husband or my mom didn't love me. Yeah. And I, I agreed. Yeah. I have Do the you same, feel similar? I feel the same way. Yeah. I feel like they're my foundation. Yeah, totally. Like I've built this foundation. We, we have. Absolutely. My, my immediate, I mean, my, my and husband. They and they know everything. You and know, they know everything. They know everything. So if, if they leave, or if, you know, then it's like, oh, geez. I am unlovable. Oh, thanks for telling me. <laughs> Couldn't you have told me sooner? Right. But, or even when your children, you know, as they grow up, you know, I'm like, oh, what if they don't like me? Right. Um, but they don't have to like me, but I hope they, they always. They don't have to like you. Um, and they're no. going to go through phases that they don't like right, you. Right, which Kaylee's been helping me through a few times as my big kids have been getting older. Yeah. Um, which is a good thing to just take note of that I'm not going to die if they don't like me. And I always want them to know that I love them. Right, exactly. I may not agree with them. My they mom, may not agree with me. Right. But I love them and I hope they love me. My mom used to tell me as a kid, she's like, I love you, but I do not like you right now. <laughs> That's the old teenage thing. I know, I know. That was definitely the teenage phase. You know, and there are some people who, yes, they're... Uh, their partner stops loving them. Their, you know, yeah. parents maybe have never loved them. Like these are situations that also teach us about love and set us up for, for different, you know, situations. Just really interesting to think about, like just to, just to start, uh, or continue the process of, Oh, what is my relationship with love? Where are my boundaries even in a space of love? Yes. How, what boundaries do I need to set up with people so that I can continue to love myself so that I'm not drained so that my cup isn't run completely dry. Like, I don't know. just thinking about this stuff has been really interesting for me lately. I love these workshops. I get so much out of I them. I know. <laughs> the last one, we just did one last week and I came home and my poor husband I'm like let's go to dinner and uh my son was spending the night at someone's house and so we could we could go out for quite a while and yeah. um of course we start having dinner and I'm like I feel like you don't listen to me and don't know the real me and he was just like uh oh he's like I hate those workshops oh because oh. you get so triggered you know right. about like are we in the right place here right but it was a very good conversation I'm sure to it, have. I'm sure it was um, and I tend to be dramatic, dramatic, as everybody knows. You know, I tend to be like, well, that's it then, I guess. You don't know the real me. <laughs> He's like, well, I think I do after 28 years. <laughs> but, but again, how thankful I am for that workshop to just, you know, yeah. 
prompt oh, gosh, me, me into. Too. Let's have the discussion tonight. Let's just talk about this. Let's and just he talk knows about you it. are going to approach it with a dramatic flair. Yeah. And then he lets then you. He has to be. He, lets you he makes some joke. Yeah. And then I'm like, it's not funny. <laughs> this could be the end of my life. <laughs> just trying to communicate this to you. The importance of connection, of being heard and seen and felt, and that women have voices too. And you will not silence me. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Oh, gosh, these poor guys. I know. What a time, huh? Jeez. Good times. Good times. Anyway, thanks. This was a weird one, you guys. It was a weird one. Thank you for listening to us. It was the, uh, it was that mocha. It was the mocha set us over the edge. We love you guys. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.